You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. by the Saints for a touchdown! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. Jimmy Graham brings it down, and that is a touchdown, New Orleans! We'll take you to places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room, following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! Welcome in to another episode of Inside Black and Gold. I am your host, Jeff Nowak, coming at you solo today, as we'll do for a lot of these midweek episodes. This is going to be a more streamlined edition in this first segment i wanted to get you the latest on chris alave what's been going on with him who's obviously arrested on monday so where do we stand with all that we'll break it all down that'll be the first segment i don't want to muddle that up with other news or whatever we're just going to talk about that we're going to get into what was said today what's the deal with chris and then we're going to move on second segment going to break down the initial injury report there are a lot of names on it but a lot of good signs as opposed to oh no how are the saints possibly going to survive a 12-man Injury report. So we'll get into that. And then the final segment, we're going to get into a mailbag. And I have a few comments from Derek Carr that I want to play for y'all. I got to talk to him today about, you know, basically where he thinks he's at. What does he think his play has been like for the first seven games? And so we'll talk about that. And then obviously all of your questions. Uh, It's just going to be me and possibly the dog because just typically when I would walk the dog and she is not thrilled that I'm sitting here talking to myself in the computer rather than doing that. So if there are any disruptions, you can blame the time of the day and Bailey the dog. Anyway, let's just get ahead of it. So Chris Olave was arrested Monday evening and booked for alleged reckless driving in Kenner. That's where he lives. Apparently, he was headed home from CVS. That's what his brother tweeted. That And he was going too fast. He was going 70 in a 35. There's a body cam video for some reason that had to be released. It was posted on YouTube. That's a whole other story. Kenner police for the first time in department history decided to put body cam footage on YouTube, which feels a little, I don't know. (laughs) It feels weird. Um, I get it. They're probably harangued with 
tons of requests for that footage. There are better ways to disseminate body cam footage than posting it on YouTube, but I digress. That's really not what we're talking about. They said he, they got him going 80. He was weaving in and out of traffic. That's reckless driving. In Louisiana, you will get arrested for that, and that's what happened. He was put in the back of a police car, taken to, to police headquarters, booked. He was out later that night. You know, I don't expect anything more to come of this than Chris Olave is going to pay a big fine and probably pay some pretty incredible insurance rates uh, for the next however long. I don't know. I've gotten speeding tickets and my insurance rates doubled. I'm sure he's going to see, you know, some pretty, some pretty painful consequences from that. Although for, for a millionaire NFL wide receiver probably isn't, uh, isn't as impactful as, as it might be for, for someone else. But Obviously, Chris Olave knows that that's not great. His coaches have sat him down and talked to him. And so this is what Dennis Allen had to say about that situation uh, when he was asked today. Yeah, look, I mean, um, you know, he, he was he was arrested for, you know, speeding and, and uh, call it reckless driving. Um, I think that's something that, you know, we've had a chance to sit down and visit with him. You know, he obviously understands that he made a mistake, and he's just got to—he's got to slow down. Um, you know, but uh, uh, that's really what it—that's really what it was. So uh, we're not going to make any more of it than that. Other than look for his sake and for everybody's sake. You know, we want him to be safe and and keep himself and others safe. And so, you know, he's just got to slow down. You know, and and irony aside, because the the fact that this happened this week, right, this year with the car puns and the fact that all we've talked about is how Chris Olave needs to go full speed on his routes. And now we are talking about Chris Olave going too fast on his route home. I promise that's the only one I'm going to give you because it's not a joke. It is serious. Obviously, um, you know, it, it's, it's a stupid thing to do. And Chris is going to pay the consequences of that. But like DA said, and I agree with him, I don't think we need to make this out to be anything more than it is, which is, you know, a traffic infraction that's going to, that's going to be a pain for Chris to deal with on his own time. As far as the NFL is concerned, I don't expect you're going to see any penalties in terms of a suspension or anything like that. There's really no track record for players being suspended for this type of thing. Obviously, motor vehicle incidents can run afoul of the personal conduct policy, but not typically when you're talking about a guy speeding. Uh, and, and, and at the end of the day, while this is an extreme version of that, that's what this is. Vikings receiver Jordan Addison actually had a worse speeding incident. He was going in the triple digits, I want to say, maybe in the, like 126 range. It, he said that he was having an emergency with his dog, trying to get him to the vet, whatever. I don't know exactly what the circumstances were there, but he didn't face a suspension or anything like that. And if So if you're not looking at a suspension in that incident, you will almost certainly not be looking at a suspension in this incident. But I think it does kind of speak to a wider kind of pattern of, shall we say, I don't know, erratic behavior in terms of play on the field, in terms of just, you know, getting getting yelled at by his quarterback, all this. It just like this is such a weird year for a guy who starred as a rookie. You felt like he had a clear path to superstardom in front of him. And right now we haven't seen it. That said, you're talking about a guy who leads the team in catches. He has, I want to say, 39 catches for 471 yards. If you look at the pace of that, he is on a virtually identical pace to what he did as a rookie. And while, so you could, I've had multiple people say, well, why isn't he producing like he did last year? The fact is, he is producing like he did last year. 
The difference is the expectations are a lot higher and you would have liked to see more than you've seen thus far. But he's on pace for over a thousand yards. He's on pace for 80 some odd catches, which is what effectively what he had last year was 72 catches for a thousand some odd yards in 15 games played. If he plays 17 games, he will easily outstrip what he had last year. But again, expectations. So you wanted to see more out of him. And the biggest question you're going to ask is, okay, are he and his quarterback on the same page? Like, is that situation going the way you need it to go right now? It's tough to say. I, you need to see them get back on the field and, and look like a unit before you can say high or low. But we did ask Derek Carr about that today, and, and here's what he had to say. How was uh, Chris Olave's demeanor at practice today? Oh, Chris was great. Uh, I mean, me and Chris, we talk, we, we talk almost every day. And uh, I know he's, you know, he's been battling some things, and he's gone through some stuff. Um, but just as a brother, as a teammate, as a friend, uh, just being there, being there for him. I mean, we FaceTime for like 20 minutes the other day, you know, like we're, you know, getting on the same page. Uh, you know, early in this thing, we knew that there'd be bumps. We just didn't think we'd only have this many wins at this point. But we knew there'd be a couple bumps in the road. And, uh, you know, we were just talking through those things on how to be problem solvers, you know, because one thing I said after the game is I'm too emotional right now. You know, I've wanted it so bad to be perfect from the beginning. and. You know, I'm in year 10. I'm not in year, you know, two. You know, I, I, you know, I, I have a, just this expectation of how it should feel. But I've had to calm myself and just be a better communicator. And, uh, you know, and I explain that, you know, my, where I've been wrong and some of my expressions um, and things like that. Uh, you know, uh, maybe there's a different way to go about you know certain things, and 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 honestly, you know, there's been times where he may have caught the brunt of something that wasn't even hit about him. You know, and the same same to me. I've been yelled at by you know players and coaches in my career and things like that. And then you talk about it. It's, football is a violent, you know, tough tough sport. Sometimes there's emotions and things are going to happen. But with one thing, Rich Basaccio always told me. He said, "You can have that moment. Just make sure you always circle back." And I thought that you know. The conversations Chris and I had have been just so productive, and uh, it's been so good um, that I think he's in a good place. I like where he's at. His mentality today was awesome. Uh, made some great plays, uh, but, so I'm excited for what he does. Derek, Those conversations extend out from you know just not only the communications up, but stuff that's happened recently with Chris. Did any of those conversations you have to talk to him about? Oh, you yeah. know, basically what he went through and, and what kind of words of I guess advice, or did you lend any just any support to him for for what he's been going through? You know, yesterday or a couple days ago with the arrest. Yeah, anytime I've ever you know had a teammate um, go through anything, whether it's really big, really small, you know. You never know what someone's going through, so you don't, it may be small to us or it may be big to us. You never know. So yeah, just I'm always there to support and uh, send him a text. You know, we Facetimed like I said, and uh, you know we're we're in a great place. He's in a good place, and so uh, hopefully you know we respect that and just you know let him have that space. And he's in a good spot, and uh, I'm excited to you know see what he does these last you know ten ten or so games. Like I, I can't wait to see what we can do and you know keep ramping up. And we're getting better. You know you hope I said this too many times you hope to get better after a win um, but we've had to get better after some losses and uh, we've definitely gotten better and worked on that but yeah I definitely talked to him and super positive hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price, price line. Yeah, and, and one thing you can say for Derek Carr is, you know, he does understand how to help teammates navigate difficult situations. Let, let's leave it at that. I mean, if you want to go look up the story behind Henry Ruggs and and, and everything that went on with him, you know, it, it it is when you're the quarterback, it is part of your job to manage the help help to manage the state of mind of the people around you. And so when he says things like that, I actually I do believe him. I think that that is something that he has experience with and understands how to manage. That said, again, this has been a very uneven year for Chris Olave. And but yeah, so Derek Carr, you know, I do think that he is being genuine there when he when he says that yes, I care about my teammates. I check in on them. I make sure that they are in a good place. And I don't think that this is going to be something that lingers as it pertains to Chris Olave. I think that his play on the field and then this situation are completely disconnected. That said, he does have to make better choices. And one of the reasons you're looking at that is, you know, he was also ticketed for speeding in August going, I want to say it was 54 and a 35 in the same area. So when you're trying to figure out, oh, why did the cops arrest him? You know, when you already have a speeding ticket going pretty significantly over the speed limit and you're in that situation, I think that definitely plays into it when they run your plate and they see that. But either way, you know, you got to be better. And I think in two weeks, we won't be talking about this. It's a weird situation, but I don't think it's one that will linger. Although I don't think the jokes are going to end. I think you're going to continue to to hear car puns and full speed puns and all of that. Either way, that's pretty much it. I don't think we have to get any deeper into it than that. Derek Carr and Chris Olave, they're all on the same page. Chris was at practice on Wednesday. He was a full participant. This isn't something that's going to cut into his preparation time. Wouldn't be surprised if he has a court date coming up, but that's something that he can manage on his own time. Saints are going to move forward. Chris Olave is going to move forward. And we don't have to talk about it any more than that. That's going to be the end of this segment on Inside Black and Gold. Thanks, everyone, who's here watching. We're going to have a mailbag in the final segment. Again, I'm Jeff Nowak. This is Inside Black and Gold. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that. If you haven't left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, please do that as well. And as as Chris Olave puts it, damn crazy world we live in. All right, y'all, stick around.